Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes And we're back <laughs> Yes Welcome to episode number 108 of American Brews and Tunes 108, My name is man. Stephen Johnston my name is Jesse Titus. And we are back for uh, a regular style episode, or whatever you want to call yeah. it, right? <laughs> a regular review. Yeah, just a regular review. No free form, no one-off, just a, just a regular review of an album. Yeah, And we'd been talking about uh, reviewing this album for a, a little while, I guess. Yeah, yeah, a long time. <laughs> so... Uh, what I am reviewing was a recommendation from Jesse, and it is the album Igor by Tyler, the creator. Yeah. Is it Igor or is it Igor? It's I think, Igor. I think the only reason I think of it as Igor is because of uh, Young Frankenstein. Movie. Yeah, Young Branks. I mean, Young, <laughs> young Branks. Young Frankenstein, yeah. It's pronounced Frankenstein. Then it's pronounced like, it's Igor. Igor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hilarious. Yes, quite hilarious. That Love those great movies. movies. Yeah, so that's that's what we'll be delving into on this episode. Yes. Um, but as we said in the past couple of weeks, this is dry January. Yeah. It's uh, It's been interesting so far. It's been pretty yeah, good. It's, it's been very interesting, very different. Yeah. Um, and still January, so we're going to go ahead and have another non-alcoholic brew. Yes, um, which they've been they've been strange so far. Uh, yeah, had, they've been they've been really really interesting. Yeah, the the Lagunitas, what is it? The uh, I I N I P N A I P N A. Yeah, that one was okay. Yeah, it was just all right. And then last week was that stout from Athletic Brewing, and that one was better. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I think that one was definitely better. Yeah. Um, this this week we've got. A uh, New England style non-alcoholic IPA from BrewDog. Yeah, it's Hazy AF. Bro. I wonder the, if the AF stands for what it typically does, or maybe it's for alcohol-free. Yeah, probably alcohol-free. That's probably what it stands for. But hey, maybe it stands for the other one. Maybe there'd be an edgy. Ooh, yeah. because <laughs> it's Hazy <laughs> they, AF. They're, they got that one IPA, Brewdog, the, the punk IPA. So maybe they're getting a little punk attitude in there. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So I really don't know what to expect from this at all. <laughs> I mean, based on based on the past two the past two uh, beers, I'm expecting it to be the same body. I guess like kind of thin, but maybe just have a little bit more of a fruity taste. Yeah, you're probably right. It's definitely going to be watery, but the the hazy part, I'm really kind of curious about. Yeah, same. Um, is it going to be a regular New England IPA to an IPA compared to this one versus the Lagunitas one we had? So is it is it really going to yeah taste that different? I don't know. Are they going to get the yeah the lactose or unfiltered or whatever they're going to add? I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, um. Here's, here's a good old description I have oh, okay. if you want yeah, to hear this. I do, actually. This is what BrewDog says. No alcohol, just got juiced up. Oh. And Hazy oh. AF lives to the hype. All the <laughs> attitude, 
all the flavor spelled with an O-U-R. Oh, wow. But none of the alcohol. Say hello to the juiciest alcohol-free beer in town. Tropical fruits and grassy notes mix it up. Oats (laughs) and wheat unite for a smoother ride. Full flavor, no alcohol, (laughs) all out New England. Contains lactose. Okay, so maybe it will be. Maybe it will have kind of a thicker body. I hope so. I really hope so. I don't know. They also said oats and wheat. Yeah, so what I'm hoping is that this tastes closer to a beer than the the previous ones. Because the lactose, sugars, the oats, and the wheat should... Like they typically will give like a creamier mouthfeel uh, to change the body a little bit of a regular beer. So hopefully that happens here. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that it does. Yeah, let's go ahead and crack these and see, uh, see what, what they, we see at least. I mean, first of all, what they smell like too, and what they look like, or what it looks like. It's pretty light in color as it's coming yeah. out of the can. Yeah, fairly. Oh, it's not looking very hazy on my end. Um, it smells nice, though. Slightly hazy. I noticed that the bubbles here are closer to, like, carbonated pop. Yeah, it seems like that's a pretty reoccurring theme with these beers. Well, not but last actually, Last week had a good one, if you remember. Uh, true. But it was still it was still not the typical beer head that you would get from a stout. All the bubbles have dissipated from mine. There's no head yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's gone. That's, yeah. uh, hmm. That doesn't it, seem promising. In it smells opinion. like a, a New England IPA. It does, yes. Like you um, get that pineapple-y, citrusy, um, kind of hoppy smell. Yeah, that's Very definitely fruity. present. Um, all the bubbles have gone from mine as well. And Sad that there's no bubbles anymore. It's a, I mean, like I can't see my hand through the glass, but I can see the shadow of my hand. Yeah. So it's definitely so it's not as hazy. hazy. It's definitely hazy, but it's not as hazy as I would expect. Yeah. Just, just based on looks. It's definitely not uh, see-through, but it's yeah, not as hazy as uh, a lot of the New England-style IPAs that we've had on this podcast. Yes, that we are accustomed to. So well accustomed to here in Nashville with Bearded Iris. I have really um, low expectations for this taste. I, I really do, too, <laughs> unfortunately. I really wish that, I, I mean, I'm hoping that this is a better flavor, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not holding out hope. Yeah, I hope so, but it, it, I don't think it is. But uh, let's say yeah. that we give this a try, shall we? Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Let's try to we get our, say, our catchphrase <laughs> correct. As we time. always say, usually in sync. Yeah. What we'll talk about today on American Brews and Tunes is... Clink. Closer, I think. I don't know. I don't know. We'll hear it in playback. I don't know. Hmm. Wow. So, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> that light, watery um, body and mouthfeel. Yeah. Um, you know what? I do get some of the wheat and oat flavor on the, the back end yeah. of the palate, which is kind of a little strange. bit, yeah. A little you bit know, of cereal flavor. I mean, like, it, it tastes okay. Yeah, it's not bad. No, it's almost as if uh, it's like a hazy IPA light. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
It's like a hazy session IPA. Yes, light. That's, light. That's what I was gonna. That that was what I was looking for. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. But if you like, you know how an imperial IPA is just like a double IPA. Yeah, this is like a, a quarter you could IPA. Take a, <laughs> you could take a session IPA and then cut it in half again. Yeah, <laughs> maybe even again after that. Yeah, so session light. Session light. Yeah. So this is a hazy session light IPA. Yeah. It's not bad by any. No, it actually it actually tastes kind of good. Yeah, I really I like it, that Odie wheat flavor I'm getting on the 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 back end. That's yeah, my, my think, favorite part. I think that is what saves the beer. In my opinion, that's what saves the beer. So is that the fact taste that grains. yeah, the fact that they used, you know, more than just uh wheat saves this beer for me. Um because it has a like way more of a like a thicker mouthfeel than the uh than the lagunitas yeah yeah agreed it definitely has a thicker mouthfeel but it's still not a you can still tell that it's not a regular beer yeah it's definitely af yeah f (laughs) or naf (laughs) yes it's weird it's nits it's totally nits uh is it nits yeah it's nits it's an awesome it's an awesome yeah all right, uh, let's go to, to <laughs> move away from this strange, strange brew. And I don't mean strange brew as in that great movie. Um, <laughs> strange brew as in this weird beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it... So on, on to the review of Tyler, the Creator. All right. So the album Igor, and I might slip up and call it Igor. Yeah, that's fine. Just, uh, bear with me. Um, this album was released in 2019, so it's fairly new uh, but we already knew that yeah other than a feature on one mac miller song um i was fairly unfamiliar with tyler the creator i think the only okay. time i him pop up before was uh, whenever he released the album wolf okay i don't know if you listened to that one or not but i remember seeing the artwork and i thought it was funny mm-hmm. so I, I previewed a couple of tracks and i was like eh <laughs> that's not it Okay. Um, but he's a rapper, producer, singer, songwriter, etc. Um, yes. Kind of does a whole bunch of things. And his genre is very unique. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, there's some hip hop. There's some funk, maybe some jazz, soul, pop, and probably a lot more things that I can't really pick out. Uh, it's just, I don't want to say eclectic, but it's very unique. Yeah. It's a if, different uh, sound. I guess if you had if you had to choose like one genre, like what he shows up as on like Spotify or something, it would probably be rap, right? Yeah, but I wouldn't call it rap. Yeah, that's weird. But I agree with you. Uh, if you look it up on Spotify or somewhere, it's going to fall into the rap category. Yeah. Um, Igor debuted at number one on the Billboard Top 200, mm-hmm. um, which is mm-hmm. a pretty big milestone. It was his first number one album. So, okay. I mean, good for him. Um, it definitely, um, a lot of people agreed because it won the best rap album of the 2020 Grammys. Really? So nice. the Grammys also would classify this as rap. Yes. Um, I think it was actually classified under like the urban music or something. And he, he was being interviewed after he won the Grammy. Um, he's like, I'm super happy I won, but I hate that it's under this classification because urban is just another way to, I, I think... He, I'm paraphrasing. I think he said like urban is just another way to say the N word. Oh, really? That's um, what he said. He's like, he's like, why can't I just win the pop 
award. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So just a little interesting uh, note. Um, Igor is a concept album, one hundred percent. Like, like no questions. He's it's confirmed. Uh, if you listen to it, it's fairly easy to follow through. Um, it's about. Um, so it's kind of hard to tell if this is autobiographical or if he's singing from a character. Yeah. Um, so I may say he or Tyler or Igor. Uh, just know that it's the same person when I'm talking about this. Okay. Uh, I'm going to touch upon the, the concept a lot. In a okay. nutshell, um, the concept is about him falling in love with a man who's still kind of hung up on a previous girlfriend and isn't 100% committed. Okay. So that's... The, the like the the whole concept in a nutshell, but I'll elaborate as we go through the songs. Okay, sounds good. Um, something I thought was really interesting about this album is that uh, Tyler does a lot of pitch shifting in his vocals. Mm-hmm. So, oftentimes you'll hear him in his regular range, and he's got he's got a really unique voice as well. It's a little, I don't want to say gruff, but. Uh, like the slightest hint of gravel and he's got a kind of a, a deeper voice. Yeah. Um, but he pitch shifts his vocals higher a lot. So it sounds, it's hard to describe. You just have to hear it. I'll, uh, I'll say something about that. Um, before you told me that Tyler, like he sang pretty much all the parts. I was pretty well convinced that like he had like a younger, uh, like younger singer sing some of the parts, like some of the parts where it almost sounds like a teenage boy is singing. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, yeah. there, there are parts where he does have other people singing like, yeah. uh, Solange is on it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. CeeLo green sings on one of the songs, but uh, a good majority is, is it's him. And, uh, you, you might not realize it's him. If you didn't know, it's, it's really yeah, interesting. It is. I mean, like, like I said, the first, my first listen through, like I had absolutely no idea. So the, whatever he did to achieve this, the, uh, the sounds that he created or he wanted, he, he did a really good job of making it not sound like him. Yeah. It's very intentional. Yeah. Let's delve in though. Shall we? Yes. Track number one is called Igor's theme. This is my first recommendation. It's a good one. Um, it's definitely one of the harder, more hip hoppy sounding songs on the album, like the beat wise. Yeah. Um, most songs don't have beats like this to it. So when I heard it at first, like it's got that kind of low droning bass and then like a good beat that comes in. Yeah. Um, and so I was almost expecting the whole album to sound like that. Yeah. It definitely does not. Might not necessarily be the best introduction for the sound, but it's a good intro for the album. Yeah. Um, he talks about like a, a lot. One of the lines that, that uh, pops up a lot is right around town. Then I feel this way. Um, and I imagine that you could ride around town blasting this song because oh, yeah. it's just a really good beat for that. Yeah. Um, the production is just really, really pretty good on this, this song. Um, and maybe mm-hmm. that's why they put it first. Cause it's a, uh, Production wise, it gives you a good taste of maybe what to, what's to come. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the beat itself, though. Yeah. Um, I'll move on to track number two because there's not too much that I can say about uh, Igor's theme concept yeah. wise. Um, earthquake was the first is, is track number two, and it's spelled Earthquake yeah. with an F. Earthquake. Um, yeah. 
he, he did that intentionally. Yeah. Um, this was the first single released from the album, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I think he p- performed this at the Grammys or at some award show, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah, I think he performed a uh, a mix of this song and another song Probably. at the uh, at the Grammys. He was like on the roof while there was like a fire or something. It was was yeah. a big production. Yeah, but he was in his uh, his outfit like with the blonde wig on and yeah, that's uh, such the, a strange wig. The pink suit. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh, got a very strange aesthetic. He does. Yeah, I, I like it though. It's funny. Um, but this song was originally pitched for Justin Bieber. That was what uh, Tyler, the creator, wanted to do, was have Justin Bieber sing the song. Really? But Bieber passed. Huh. Um, and then uh, I, I'm pretty sure um, Tyler was going to keep the song, but he wanted Rihanna to sing the chorus. Yeah. But she passed. So Tyler oh, no. just... He, he held on to it. Like, this was written for several years. Yeah. Um, and then it, it fit this album. Huh. Um, so this this, car- this song is pretty much what I'd say is like the intro to the concept. Okay. Um, so you, it, it's him either singing as himself or Igor, um, and he's he's singing to his lover, um, and it's really interesting. Like he's saying, "Don't go." I know it's my fault. So he's admitting something went wrong, and he's he's acknowledging that, which is kind of strange. Um, yeah. But he's kind of starting that uh, desperation of pleading somebody not to go, mm-hmm. and that's. Something that's going to come back throughout, I think, many of the songs, at least on the first half of the album. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really strange. Um, there's another person that's featured on here. It's a it's a, I don't, a rapper, I guess his name is Playboy Cardi. Okay. And he, he just has one feature verse, but I can't understand a single word he says. I know. It sounds like, hey, go, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange. I had to look up the lyrics, and even when yeah. you're reading the lyrics and listening to it, it's really hard to match them up. I was like, he's <laughs> skipping a lot, <laughs> a lot of letters. Yeah, <laughs> there's chunks of words missing that he's rapping here. It's really interesting rapping style. That's I, I mumble rap. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I've never heard of Playboy Cardi. Um, I can't really hear him because it's hard to understand, but. It was an interesting choice. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely I, a good uh, good start to the. Yeah, concept. I like that song a lot. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a huge song. It's uh, probably I'd say the biggest song from the album. Yeah, I believe. I think it it's his number one uh, song on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, his number one song on Spotify. Yep. Yeah, the kids love it. With I'm actually on Spotify with 416, almost 417 million uh, streams. Yeah, that that's a ton of Spotify. Yeah, what is that going to make him like five dollars? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Streams, more than streams that. don't get you too much on Spotify. No, there is. I I don't think they pay them nearly enough. But one thing to think about with streaming versus radio play, why the the pay is so different, is like one stream on Spotify does not equal one radio performance. You know. Yeah. Like one radio performance may be heard by millions of people. Yeah, as opposed one to time. being heard by one person. Yeah, that's that's just one f- like facet to look at. I, I'm not smart enough to know how much it sh- they should be paid for Spotify streams, but it does seem like not enough. Yeah, I don't get paid enough to fit to figure out what. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, moving on to track number three, this song is called "I Think." 
Um, this song is held together by this rhythmic tom drum beat that plays throughout. It's like the... It's almost kind of tribal, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure, but this song seems to be like an inner monologue um, to himself. Okay. He knows he's in love, but he's not really sure how to tell, tell yeah. the other person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he doesn't give any names to any of these people. So I'm, I'm just going to call the, the other love interest, either him or his lover. Cause yeah. I don't know the names and, and there's other, one other character that's referenced, but no names. Mm-hmm. Um, track number four, if you can call it a track, um, this song's <laughs> called exactly <laughs> what you run from. You end up chasing. Yeah. Um, and it's this, a very short it's, track. It's 15 seconds. It's just a narration that they, they start with that sentence and then they elaborate slightly on it. Um, yeah. And this this foreshadows some of the, the themes to come. I mean, it's it's exactly what you run from. You end up chasing. So if you think about the context of this album and, and say that sentence to yourself, it's you know where it's going. Yeah. Um, it is played over top of a song that is called Boyfriend, which was you can only get, I guess, on the, the physical release. It was like a bonus track. There's just a small sample of it on here. Huh. Um, so you, you can look that up if you want to hear the full thing. Yeah. Track number five is called Running Out of Time. Yeah, exactly. You run from, you end up chasing. And it runs right into a song called Running Out of Time. I I think that's pretty pretty well placed. Not coincidence, I wouldn't think. Yeah. Um, I think he's, well, I don't think, I know he's saying, but it's it's, uh, he says, running out of time to make you love me. Yeah. Uh, Which kind of, kind of uh, like, I'm not very happy. It's kind of sad. Mm -hmm. Um, So Tyler knows if he can't get, uh, this other person to reciprocate the love, then it won't work. And he's clearly running out of time to, to try and get the other person to commit. Yeah. Um, he also tells the other guy to take off his mask and stop pretending. Yeah. Um, cause apparently the other person's still closeted, um, and afraid to, to admit his, his true self. And Tyler wants him to stop lying and, and to love him. So it's yeah. mm. really desperate. Yeah, interesting. Uh, thematically. I think the music reflects it too because they they don't have any percussion for the first half of the song. And then the second half when the percussion comes in, it's fairly minimal. So I, I think that puts a lot of focus on the lyrics. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Moving on to track number six, which is my next recommendation. This song's <laughs> called New Magic Wand. New Magic Wand. Um, it's got a really, a, a pretty good beat on here. Another, another heavier song. Uh, similar ish um <laughs> to the feeling of the beat on igor's theme it's not the same beat by, by any stretch of the imagination yeah. but maybe if, if i'm trying to lump all these songs to relate to something i'd relate it to the first track okay this is the song that he did with uh earthquake on the grammys okay. i gotta rewatch that because in the performance he does that beginning part that <laughs> He does that on the uh, in the performance, and it's really funny. <laughs> Apparently, his live shows are really good. I don't know. It seems like they would be. Yeah. Um, this song again furthers the story. He's talking to his lover, um, and then you find out that they have an ex girlfriend. This other person who there's some capacity of of, of involvement. Yeah. Um, and Tyler says she can't be in the picture um, if the two of them want to work out. Hmm. Super confrontational, um, and I think the music matches that by being like that heavier beat. Yeah, um, like he's trying to wipe out the girl with his magic wand. Yeah, take her out the picture. 
at the frame. <laughs> um, but so that's a good song. Moving on to track number seven. This song is called A Boy Is A Gun, Asterisk. Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure why the asterisk is put at the end of the title. Um, it is a play on either a movie or another old song called A Girl Is A Gun. Mm, okay. So he's flipping the genders here um, for, for this story. Uh, and compared to the last song, this is a much slower, more kind of funky, jazzy song. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of this song. Yeah. Just with Good. all the uh, kind of flowing piano lines that he has in it. Mm-hmm. He's a little more flirtatious in this song, and he kind of shows that he admires the other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the relationship continues to get complicated mm. um, because you know, it, it, there's, there's a fight, obviously. Um, I think this is, is this one where he says, um, you invited me to breakfast. Why is she here? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So the ex is still involved and Tyler's pissed. Uh, in the end, he, t- he tells like he t- tells him like to, to leave him alone, stay away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It seems pretty definitive that it's over there. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> um, but this song um, likens their relationship um, or the other guy in particular to a gun. Somebody's going to get hurt because he's he's kept keep saying you're dangerous. You're mm-hmm. so dangerous. So, so dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah. So that's that's what the, the gun is. And somebody's going to get hurt. You start <laughs> playing with a gun. <laughs> uh, track number eight is called Puppet. Um, though he said at the very end of the last song to stay away. Yeah. <laughs> he, Tyler is coming back. I'm your puppet. You control so, me. So whatever he was running away from, he ended up chasing. Yeah. Whoa. Exactly what he said he was going to do. Yeah. I'm glad that he followed through with track number four to get to track number eight. Yeah. <laughs> is there any coincidence that four is half of eight? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> um, but <laughs> maybe. No, probably not. Right. I mean, well, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't I really don't know. Yeah. It's just speculation on our part. Yeah, definitely just speculation. <laughs> yeah. On uh, this song, he wants to be with his lover, and this is really, really consuming his thoughts, almost to like to the point of obsession. Um, but eventually, he comes to the conclusion that he's a puppet, and the other guy's holding the string, like he's on the hook. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Um, and it's a sad realization because he's stuck. Yeah, he's at a not a, a really good place. Um, the music is really kind of slower and, and melanch- melancholy sounding. Yeah, um, so I think it's like it there too. It almost feels like a uh, like a like a croon like a crooner's song, in a way. Yeah, and that, to me, anyway, it fits, fits the lyrics for sure. Or more like a fifties or earlier fifties vibe. Yeah, yeah. But they do they do kind of switch the music in the outro though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but uh, after the last line goes they switch up the the beat and it's i'm not entirely sure why Mm. but there's got to be some reason um the puppet master has taken over the song i'll tell you what though it's not what's bad i'm moving on to track number nine what's good (laughs) um this is another one of the few harder sounding songs um it's much more rap on this song yeah 
Um, so this, if you heard this song, you'd be like, oh, this is a rap album <laughs> compared to the other songs, right. at least. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the diversity with which, uh, or like the uh, type of music, the diversity of that in this album is, uh, is pretty vast. There are so many different styles that he employs it's in all this over album. The place. It's pretty cool. It all fits together. Yeah. All very cohesive in sound, which is kind of difficult to do, I think, but he, he does it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, this song, what's good is more rap than, than the other songs, less singing. Um, this is the first song where, where he finally says Igor. So mm-hmm. you, you know how to pronounce it. There's no guessing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think the main theme on this song is that he sees the light and realizes that the relationship's more or less over. Um, Cause he talks about seeing the light a bunch of times. Um, but I think a lot of the rapping might not necessarily progress the story of the concept. Um, mm-hmm. It might just be like rapping and laying down some good bars, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> Is <laughs> that what they say? <laughs> he's, he's spitting. He's spitting. On the mic. He's spitting some <laughs> we are so white. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but moving on to track number 10, this is called yeah. Gone Gone slash Thank You. Yeah. Um, this song's six minutes and 15 seconds, which seems long, but it's pretty much two songs put together. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this happens often on the 10th track of his albums. Really? It's like having multi-section songs. I, I, I haven't listened to his other albums to confirm this. I just read this on Wikipedia or something. Mm, I'm, I can or maybe Genius. Right now. <laughs> on his, um, well, I'm on... Uh... Yeah, on uh, his album Flower Boy, the tenth track is nine one one slash Mister Lonely. Mm-hmm. On his album Cherry Bomb, his track number ten is Effing Young slash Perfect. Uh, so yeah, I can, yeah, definitely I can, a trend. Uh, I, I can confirm that it is a thing that he does. Yeah. Um, the first part of this track, though, Gone Gone, uh, it's lamenting. It's like a peaceful lamenting, though. Um, like, not all too sad, but his love's gone, and he hopes that uh, his love will be okay now that the the other guy has obviously picked the girl over Tyler. Right. Um, he. It's really a catchy song. It's got this kind of yeah, it's bouncy like really, drum beat, and it's yeah. really poppy. It's almost uh, some sort of, like, electronic <laughs> drums, like an electronic drum sound. It sounds really good. Yeah. And yeah, it is, it, is, um, it is almost like a, uh, it's like sing-songy. Like there's a bubble section gummy, where like, yeah, like there's a section where he's like, bum, 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 bum. Like, I can imagine someone like, like little girls jump roping to this song. Yeah. <laughs> My love's gone. CeeLo Green sings one of the choruses on here too. Okay. Um, if you listen to it, you can kind of pick out his vocal from, from Tyler's. Okay. Um, there's a, a construction metaphor that Tyler puts near the end of this section. That's really good. Mm. Um, I'll read it. I'll read it because I think it's a, it's pretty good. He says, we had two different blueprints, but understood influence. You opened up early on. I thought I had a permit. You started building a bridge and turned into a fence. Then my building got tore down all because your new tenant I'll buy up some mm-hmm. new, sh- never down a lease. You never lived in your truth. I'm just happy I lived in it, but I finally found found peace. So peace. Yeah, that is really good. Yeah, it's really, really kind of a, a good little verse there to talk about what he's 
experiencing. So he's that encapsulates what he's feeling and he's moving on. Yeah. Um, the second part of the song is called Thank You, um, obviously. Um, it's got a different beat and he's singing thank you for the love and the experience that they, they shared together, but it almost seems sarcastic. It's hard to say. Mm. Um, Cause he also talks about, he never wants to fall in love again. Um, so he's, I don't know. It doesn't seem happy. Lots of emotion all over the place on this second part. Yeah. yeah moving on to track number 11, which is the penultimate track. This is called, I don't love you anymore. Um, so Tyler's saying he doesn't love the other person anymore, but it also, the way he's doing it kind of seems like he's trying to convince himself mm. more than telling the truth. Uh, he says, you wasted my time. And I know that, that, uh, these things are not hard. So it's, I don't know. It's just not really sounding like he's telling the truth. I think he still does in this song. Yeah. Yeah. But the next trying to convince him, convince himself with himself. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even if he still has feelings for this guy, then he's trying to, maybe it's a way of trying to move on, like forcing himself to move on. But moving on to the last song, which is my favorite song on the album and my Hmm. last recommendation. That is a good one. It's called, are we still friends? And it's got this, I don't want to say waltzy, but it's got the swaying triple meter to it. Yeah. It's got this really like, like a really pretty sounding production is really infectious sounding Um, like it's almost like a hybrid anthem and ballad put together yeah this one definitely has like an like a late 50s 60s vibe yes i think think it's yeah i i I agree with you there Um, i think this is where he finally acknowledges that the relationship's over and he's trying to figure out what to do next. So he's yeah. asking, are we still friends now that this is over? Yeah. Mm. A, a sad song. Cause he's trying to figure out where do I go now? Are we still yeah. friends? Bob Dylan could sing the chorus on this one. <laughs> yeah. Except now if Bob Dylan were to sing the chorus in this one, he's saying, are we still friends? Are we still friends? Young, we need young Bob Dylan young here Bob for that. Are we yeah. still friends? Yeah, that'd be actually pretty good for this song. Yeah, um, there's there's a part maybe like two through two thirds of the way through where you think it's over, but oh. he goes la 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 and then brings the chorus back again. Yeah, um, that I, I really enjoyed. I, I think it's a really really good album closer. Um, it leaves the story in a bitter place, but in a better place. Yeah, I think. Hmm. yeah, but. Uh, all in all, the album Igor was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily my cup of tea musically, like mm-hmm. even rap wise. I, I, I think I prefer some other styles of rap. Yeah. Um, like uh, after my first listen, I was like, uh, this is really not for me. Because <laughs> he's it's just such a unique aesthetic to his sound. Yeah. And, like, it the really way is. His production in his like singing style and rapping style is really, really strange. Um, but this album really grew on me. So maybe I'll give some more of his other stuff some a, a chance. I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to give his back catalog a listen through. Um, he's, he's popular for a reason. Yeah. Because I, uh, yeah, whenever I heard this album, I was like, wow, this is not what I was expecting. So that, same. Yeah, that was that was one of the first things that I, what drew me to continue listening to listening to it was because of how different and unique it was. I also just really like the album artwork. 
I think the album artwork is really cool. Yeah. Him, the pink album has got him with the kind of crooked looking flat top haircut. Yeah. yeah. That's the it's contrast. Interesting. His face and the pink is really cool. Yeah. yeah it's oh, a good album, though. Yeah. I agree. Looking towards next week, uh, we will be touching upon an album that Jesse is reviewing that I recommended. That yes. It's also been a little <laughs> in the pipeline for a while. Yeah, and for good reason, I'll be yeah. honest. Uh, it is Because of the Internet by Childish Gambino. Oh, and, yeah. And let me tell you, that, that album is a doozy. Yeah, just because of how much it entails. Yeah, in terms of concept. I mean, it's also, it's what, like 17, 18 songs. Yeah, it's, it's quite long. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's about an hour long and, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of content to, uh, get through. Uh, but we'll talk more about that next week. Yes, we will. We'll see how long it takes us to get through that review. Yeah. <laughs> um, any, any thoughts on the, this beer? Um, this Air is my, beer. <laughs> this is my favorite one so far of the three we've really? had. This one's my favorite. I think last week's was my favorite, the stout. Mm. But this one's, I, I, I do agree. I think this is better than the Lagunitas. Yeah. I'm not I mean, sure how long Brewdog has been making non-alcoholic beers, but Lagunitas, that one is brand new this year. So maybe they haven't worked out the kinks. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe non-alcoholic beers should just not exist. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but for the That's sake of... pop is for. Root for beer. The, for the sake of dry January, though. I mean, if, if you're looking for a beer that kind of tastes like a hazy IPA, this isn't terrible. No, it's not terrible. I, I haven't disliked any of them. It's just I would much rather have a regular beer. Yes, <laughs> same here. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's say that we uh, finish these N.A. brews and sign off. Sounds good. All right. We always say on American Brews and Tins. <laughs> Again, I have no idea if those matched up, but once I uh, put this together, we'll see. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. And if you enjoyed it, feel free to share it with whoever also would maybe enjoy it. Yeah, share it. Um, go ahead and reach out to us if you have any questions or comments, or if you just want to say hi. Uh, all the social medias, look up American Brews and Tunes. You'll find us. Yep. I believe that you're all internet savvy. If you are able to listen to this, then you can look up us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't really go on the Twitter. I'm on the Instagram more. Eh, they're the same thing. Just one has pictures and one doesn't. True. It, it is what it is. It is um, <laughs> what it is. Anyways, my name is Stephen Johnston. My name is Jesse Titus. And this is American Bruce and Dance. Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-beeby-day